0: Still Buffering, A Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smerl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smerl.
1: I, I, Riley is doing this weird thing where in between everything she says she's looking away
0: because, because you, you remind
1: me of that SNL sketch where they're singing that Christmas song and I think it's Chris Kattan keeps looking back and forth while he's holding the keyboard to the beat of the music
0: there, there's never been a cat in here while we've been recording before and all of a sudden I just turned around because I thought I heard something and CJ's just chilling on the floor looking at us yeah,
1: Riley's like rhythmically turning around though it's like exactly every other second she's like hmm Hmm. hmm.
0: Because Checking she's, out what's going on she's next sitting like a very She's sitting like a person, and it's so funny. Well, oh, she does that. Okay. That's a sorry. That's okay. Just it caught me off guard during the count-in and the intro, and I just I couldn't. <laughs> you you've, you've performed in front of audiences of like
1: thousands of people, but that one cat is throwing <laughs> you off the game. <laughs> she's a large cat. So. She is.
0: She's like, a large cat, yeah. and she's sitting like a person, just looking at me. She does that she does that uh did you girls have a good weekend i'm pretty uh, tired
1: is it the weekend yeah it's the weekend okay it all runs together weekends are work for me but you know well we took charlie to uh like a sciencey kind of museum yesterday
0: mm-hmm.
1: what it was supposed to be a nice. sciencey kind of museum well it's supposed to it's in it's in charleston West Virginia, which is not far from where we live, and it's, uh, like, my impression was that it would be, like, a cosi kind of experience, but maybe smaller.
0: Yeah. It's Um, not,
1: really. It's not. There is a... Now, we missed it. It's not open yet. There's gonna be this really great thing with the human body called, like, Your Gross Body that they're gonna do, Mm -hmm. like, next week, but we... So like we could look through like (laughs) windows at all the exhibits that weren't open yet. Charlie Charlie was so sad. Did she not enjoy the
0: game show like the like the the squares type game show with the body parts in it?
1: That's not open. What? The only thing that was open is they have like a little city where like you can go try out different jobs. So you go around and there's like a little restaurant and a little grocery store and a little like. Mechanic shop and a doctor's office and a an vet, and like a power plant, man. and you can like have a job in them, and they're all kid sized, or you can, or there's even a theater where you can go in and like put on a show. It she did love that. She worked all the jobs. Uh-huh.
0: There used to be when I went there when I was little they had a whole human body thing and there was a game show you could go in and watch between all the body parts and you could pull out the size of your long intestine and your small intestine and like hold it.
1: I think they had all that locked away as part of the gross thing they were gonna I see. Roll out on it. They have like a life-sized operation game. Well, that's cool. That we could see through the glass but we couldn't get to because it wasn't open. She was no. so sad she was like had her little face pressed up against it, was looking at she went, I wanna see that. <laughs> <laughs> It was very sad. And then we took her out to dinner, and her booth had a mirror right next to her seat, uh-huh. and she performed all of Broadway Baby to herself in the mirror.
0: Cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a cool baby. Yeah.
1: It, it entertained her the entire dinner that she could look at herself and talk to herself and sing songs to herself. Mm-hmm. She does like looking at herself. Yeah. yeah. I, I made an adorable video of her singing to herself. You made a video of it? I made a video. You're going to upload it? I lugged yeah. out my, my giant VHS recorder, <laughs> put it on my shoulder, I felt like Danny Tanner, yeah. and I made a video. <laughs> you going to upload that to the YouTubes and make her an internet celebrity? She's already headed towards internet celebrity That's status yeah. uh, with, with her podcast, but I don't know. I don't want her to get a reputation for being too self-obsessed. <laughs>
0: I, I saw i give you a cat update. Now it's laying on its side, and it all kind of molds together because she's all kind of one shape, and she is, looks like a loaf of bread.
1: I, <laughs> I you know, like, I don't... <laughs> I think we should have reviewed cat updates ahead of time before deciding to include them. <laughs> I would have voted no. Look at her. Poor CJ. She. I, can I just say in my defense, I have tried to put my cat on a diet. I am aware that it is not healthy for her to be this size. And I've tried to get like diet cat food and like put the bowls different places. And then we even got her a cat. Like, we got our cat a cat, a little cat. I'm just going to take a picture. Because they like really an cool. older cat will be more active if they have a younger cat to play with. None of that has helped. <laughs> I'm trying. I limit her portions.
0: She's just a big girl.
1: Okay, anyways. Girl. I, I, I mean, I love her just update. the same, but I don't want you to think I don't. I'm like, I am concerned
0: with my cat's well being. I guess I give y'all <laughs> a cat update.
1: Okay. You're welcome. Well, this has been CJ's Corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a pretty good name for a show. <laughs>
1: CJ's Corner. <laughs> She's named for the press secretary from the West Wing. Hmm. So there's that fact. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe I'll upload it like a video to the internet and then everyone on the internet can enjoy that video because you kids these days love videos, don't you, Riley? Yeah, we do,
0: Sid. Just like we love segways about videos. About videos. Hey, are we talking about videos? Is that what that means? Hey, I think we should hey. talk about videos. Yeah, that's what, what a great, great idea. idea. Wow,
1: well, natural <laughs> <laughs> transition there from cat talk to videos. Now, cat right. videos are
0: very popular.
1: <laughs> cat videos are very po- That's fair. That's also a good segue. Yes. People on the internet love cats. Yes. That is true.
0: Yeah. I gave you a good segue. Didn't even have to work for it.
1: That's what uh, one time Charlie looked over my shoulder when I was looking at Facebook on my phone, and she said, what's this? And I said, well... It's like this place on the internet that's full of pictures of cats and dogs and people's babies. You would love this, actually. (laughs) You can't read any of the words so you would absolutely love Facebook. Because if you just look at the pictures, here's a cat. Here's a baby. Here's a cat and a baby.
0: (laughs) Seems like her kind of place. Yeah, Just don't read any of the
1: words and you'll be very happy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I feel like now you just can't open an internet without running into a YouTube.
0: An <laughs> you, an old YouTuber, doing their tubes. What do you think YouTubers do on their tubes, Sydney? I don't know. I,
1: from what I can tell, they mainly dress up as Disney princesses. Well, you do have
0: a two-year-old that's watching all of your YouTube. Okay, <laughs> that's
1: that's what, and they review candy. Uh huh. And they open toys. That's the big thing they do. Yeah. They open toys and f- make videos of it.
0: Yeah, those are becoming overwhelmingly popular on the YouTube, I will say. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes they like eat weird stuff.
0: Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. sometimes they like do weird stuff. Also they make lots of meals that are tasty according to the
0: to the name on them. Oh yeah.
1: I cannot verify that they you are tasty. You mean like the like the
0: twenty second little videos? Yeah. No. I don't know if there's a YouTubes. No, I guess they're not YouTubes,
1: but the, I, I mean, they're, they're videos. YouTubes. They are videos. Yeah, you can probably find them videos. on
0: YouTube. Uh, maybe.
1: I, I'm really mystified, and m- maybe Riley, as a, as a modern teen, you can you can explain the appeal of these, uh, the, the haul videos, where uh-huh. it's just like, I went to a Forever 21 and bought 10 things, and I'm going to show them all to you. Like... If my friend did that to me in person, someone who I knew and who I cared about, I would be like, "Well, no, I don't care. That's great. Why?" And these people have millions of views and it's just like, "Look at this beige button up." It's like, "Why is this? Why do you care?" That's a great question. I have that uh, question about many things on the on the internet. I mean, it's the same for me as they're like, "Look, I have a collection of Disney princess bath bombs. Watch me open each one." wait what <laughs> no that's there yeah I, I i feel like i can't i can only complain so much because i fall down these weird holes where i'm watching some girl talk about like 15 different bath bombs and it's not like she's trying them out she's just holding them up and saying they smell good i'm like oh wow that's that's great that's quality content you, well, you let next? me know that smells good candles Ooh,
0: i don't mind if i do <laughs> now i do love candles i will never <laughs> pass up the opportunity to watch someone smelling different candles to tell me which ones i should buy
1: that, okay, so oh, all right, so so oh. are you are you watching these haul videos to be like I'm gonna go get that pink uh, tank top from from Forever Twenty One? Like, well, that's, if it's is like that, why you're
0: watching them? Well, if it's YouTubers that like I admire their style and like I want to dress like they do or like do my makeup like they do. I'm like I wonder how they did their hair like that or did their makeup like that or where they got those clothes. And they do videos to tell me where they got all of their makeup and hair st- style hair care tools and, and clothes, then maybe I will watch them so I can know how to achieve their looks. How, how do you find...
1: And let's start off, since we're already t- talking about YouTube, let's start off with your generation this time. Usually <laughs> we general. start with Taylor and I telling you about the past and then you bring us into the future. Let's live in the future <laughs> let's go right back now. To let's future. live in the now. And, and then we can tell you about the past at the end. But how do you find a youtuber that you trust or like you know to follow well you know what i mean like there are as far as i can tell millions of youtubers right everyone's a youtuber right i mean like how do you know what would i do like go to youtube and search for cool style lady yes please (laughs) get (laughs) a I really want to go to YouTube right now and see what comes up for cool style lady. <laughs> well, what would I, what would I, how, as a teen,
0: what would I search if I was just like first time going to YouTube? First time ever on YouTube. And I'm not asking to, your friends. You have no, no one to talk to.
1: Well, I mean, somebody, there has to be a friend who knew it first. Like there has to be the friend X, friend okay. zero. That's what I mean. Friend zero, the original friend who found the YouTuber who was cool and told the other friends, how did that friend find that YouTuber?
0: Uh, for me, it's like, okay, I get on YouTube for mainly two reasons. One, there's a YouTuber that I watch on a regular basis and they upload a new video and I want to watch it. Or two, I need to look up a certain thing and want to know how to do a certain thing or want to see about a certain thing. So I look up that certain thing. And if I am don't already have YouTubers I like, then I'm on there and I'm looking for like a... I don't even know, like a makeup video or a clothing video or a tag video or a challenge or something. And I look that up and then there are, of course, millions of options. But then you click on the one that either looks the most appealing or you you look has like a lot of views. So obviously it's a popular person. And I think it's just trial and error. Like, yeah, that person has a lot of views, but they don't seem very genuine. They don't seem very into it. I don't like that. Or this person doesn't have as many views, but she's really funny. I'm into that.
1: But if you've got, like, let's just, let me, I'm going to create a scenario. Okay. You're looking for what the cool new teen fashions are going to be. Okay. Are you going to look on YouTube, first of all?
0: Mm, If I'm just, if I'm just looking for...
1: What's everybody going to be wearing back to school this fall?
0: Yeah, I'd say YouTube. Either YouTube or Pinterest or Instagram.
1: Well, if you, if you use YouTube for this purpose and you go, and let's say there are three competing videos and they're all, and like, one's like... It's the year of cargo shorts, and another one's like, <laughs> no, uh, it's never the year of cargo. It's shorts. Never <laughs> it's never the year. Of cargo I know this shorts is just an example, flowered, but I just want to throw that out there. Flowered uh, maxi skirts are the thing, and another one's like peasant blouses. What's up? What? How do you know which one to trust? Well, I think it's. I think it's like other than I guess not the cargo shorts. Person <laughs> <laughs> is trolling. I love cargo pants not shorts but anyway moving for on. for
0: me at least it's it's i think it's different for every person because i'd rather watch someone who has a similar style that i do telling me what not like what i should wear but like showing me ideas on how to put outfits together is more so what i'd be looking for not like these are the exact things you should buy but like if you have this type of skirt and this type of shirt then like you know this is a cute combination or like this is an outfit that i got from here and this is a similar style that you can recreate with these things mm. So it's like, if someone's really into cargo shorts, then maybe they want to look at this person (laughs) who's showing them, like, ten different ways to wear cargo shorts and style cargo (laughs) shorts. Are there different ways to wear cargo shorts? Maybe. That's why you click
1: on that video. You don't just have to wear cargo shorts as shorts. Try wrapping them around your neck as a festive (laughs) scarf for chief. Try putting them on your head as a boho turban. Cargo shorts. Not just shorts. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like cargo shorts have to have their day in the sun again, because, like... (laughs) There are a lot of, of back in time, there are a lot of guys from, like, the mid-90s right now who are like, what's wrong with my cargo shorts? <laughs> Wait, no, I think, the, now, you remember the ones that, you could have cargo shorts, but they were also pants, because they had a panel that would zip on. The zip <laughs> on <the> cargo <laughs> shorts. <and me. laughs> Two pairs <person> of <laughs> pants in one. Equally was terrible. And inevitably, like, you know, like, you lose one of the panels. Like you, you don't you <laughs> like a lower leg piece and then it's a whole new look. Maybe you're a trendsetter. <laughs> that's one of the ways to wear cargo shorts,
0: that the girl describes in her video.
1: Oh, you've seen the video, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I think that's interesting um because my suspicion and I don't know. I, uh, because I don't know much about YouTube. I would wonder though if you were someone who sold clothes to teenagers, who made clothes or sold clothes to teenagers. That if you realize teenagers were looking to YouTube and specific popular YouTubers who had more views to tell them what to wear or tell them how to wear things. You sponsor them. Exactly. Yes. And you would then Mm. send them clothes. So then, does that happen?
0: Yeah, but you have to state if you're doing a sponsored video that it is sponsored. And then I'm less likely to trust that these are actually their like 10 favorite clothing items if they say Mm. like this video is sponsored by... I don't know Forever Twenty One, and they sent me all these clothes. Like I'm not gonna believe those are their favorite clothes ever. But what if it's like
1: isn't viral marketing a thing where you can? You're not saying it's sponsored. Like I mean, if you're if you're a YouTuber, do you and, and you don't have a contract that says you're sponsored by? Well, if if Forever in- Twenty One sends you a shirt and says you don't have to mention that we sponsored you, just wear this shirt and talk about how you like it, and it's free, you know. And we'll keep sending in you free the, stuff uh, and never mention us like never mention that there's a deal. I mean, like as a YouTuber, there's no law that says you
0: can't, well, right? In when you're creating a video and I, I mean like I've never done this because I've never been sponsored by like companies <laughs> on YouTube videos, but there's an option in like the YouTube terms of service where you have to click this video is sponsored by an outside company or this video includes ah, sponsored products. So I it's gotcha. not so much through the outside companies. It's YouTube that's saying you have to tell people this video is sponsored by really, an outside company. I didn't know YouTube did that.
1: That's, but, well, that's good, though. But what I mean, there's a difference, though, between somebody giving you money to talk about their company. And here's some free stuff. Like I've I've seen videos where YouTubers get, yeah, they're getting free stuff from a company, but they're just giving honest reviews of it, you know? Yeah,
0: and that's different. Like I actually will like a YouTuber more if they will say, I was sent this product. Like a lot of makeup YouTubers are sent free samples of stuff or like new releases of makeup before they come out to show people about them. But I always tend to trust YouTubers more and like them more if they're like, I was sent this, but it's not one of my favorite things. Like I was given this for free, but I wouldn't recommend it and I don't use it on a regular basis because then it's mm. like, yeah, they're mm. being sponsored and they were sent something for free, but they're not just telling people they love it so other people will go buy it. I gotcha. But I also feel like there's probably like, there's a very popular like phone game called Best Feeds that literally every YouTuber I watch has been sponsored by at some point. And I, they are given, I can tell some sort of like a script or outline to say, uh, where they're not really saying they love this game or they hate this game but this is what this game is, and they have to show so much uh, gameplay of them playing it and mm. talk about their personal experience. I think that's just they're paying you money, so they're saying, here, we're paying you money to talk about our product, but you also have to do these things. You don't have to accept every sponsorship. Right. But, you know. Hmm.
1: that That's interesting, and that's that's good to know, because my my thought was that you could very easily, in a format like YouTube just talk about things you loved and not necessarily mention you know a sponsorship and mm-hmm. if you were not keyed into that possibility that maybe you would you, I don't I mean I, I don't know if you're getting tricked if you like it you like it who cares yeah. you know what I mean but I guess if YouTube makes you mention that then or click yeah. that somewhere then that that changes yeah. things and I
0: mean again I think if you're like a impressionable young girl who's like 11 or 12 <laughs> and is watching this like 18 or 19 year old big girl like wearing all this makeup and trying on all these clothes you won't care if they're sponsored or not because you want to like look like them so you'll want like to ask your mom to get them for you anyways or like wow these clothes were sent to this girl for free i want those clothes but then i feel like if you're like my age and you're like "Mm, i know it was sponsored and she got that for free but i do like that so i'm going to spend my money on that Hmm. or yeah she's talking about how much she likes it but i do not like it so i'm not going to be spending my money on it
1: well, now, do you think Riley? There's a link because I'm always I've talked about this before. I'm floored by the the makeup that you have, like the quality of it, like <laughs> the amount. Uh, and I mean, when we were when we were te- teenagers, well, we were using like Wet n Wild, like <laughs> yep. drugstore makeup, like that's Wet n Wild, Bonneville, yeah. and you didn't care what it was. Like it, you, you, the products weren't sold towards you. Like there were there were advertisements for that level of stuff, and they were in like. You know cosmopolitan they were in magazines that we weren't necessarily reading um like do you think that the the youtube like beauty tutorials has a direct relation to like the amount of like a product that most like a younger generation of, of people are buying like nicer stuff
0: i think for me at least part of it in terms of like not even in relation to the YouTube stuff. Well, maybe in relation to it, now that I think about it. But the fact that I buy nicer quality stuff is just because it's going on my face. And, like, I have very sensitive skin, so I buy the nicer quality stuff that I know, like, won't, like, irritate my skin. Because sometimes, even if something is a drugstore brand, doesn't mean it's going to be bad. I have drugstore makeup that I use on a regular basis, and it may be, like, $20 less expensive. That doesn't mean it's worse. But I also have drugstore makeup that I have bought because it's cheaper it's cheaper. And it has broken my face out because it's just lower quality. But
1: you're aware of that. I mean yeah. that, that's a difference right there. I mean I understand I'm what you're not, saying. I think I, the, I don't I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I mean yeah. it took me a while. It took me putting stuff on my face and going, Oh, well that was very sparkly and <laughs> sparkly is in right now, but now I have a rash, you know, yeah. <laughs> before I before I stopped using something. That that level of awareness that there's a quality differential in makeup alone, I think, is is a bit of a shift.
0: Well, I think it's like, now that I think about it, I think YouTube does have something to do with it because I watch these people and they're like doing these amazing makeup looks and looking like flawless and doing all this crazy eye makeup and foundation and whatever. And they're able to do it with drugstore makeup. But then at the same time, I buy it for myself and it doesn't look right on me or they're doing things with high quality stuff and it's uh again even though it's high quality maybe it doesn't work for me so i think it's just like i think maybe i'm the exception in a way where i will be more conscious about what i am getting because i know that even though this may look good on someone i'm watching on a screen it might not look good for me or maybe their skin is different than mine so i don't need that i think that a lot of people maybe even younger people than me who are getting because i wasn't into makeup when i was 12 or 13 i haven't really been into makeup for more than like a year probably um but i think probably people who are younger than me are looking at these girls and like watching all of their expensive makeup they're buying and like i'm gonna buy exactly what they have i don't care if it's right for me i don't care if it's bad quality or too expensive they just want to do what they're doing
1: is there, hmm. is there a different tier of videos where like i want to look good on a teen budget
0: Yeah, they're definitely like every makeup YouTuber I've watched has at least a handful of videos where they're like, look at this affordable drugstore makeup look I did using all products from like CVS. Okay. And there was even one video I watched that was really interesting that was like, I recreated the same exact look for $50 on this side of my face. And on this side of my face, I did the same exact thing for $200. And it's just like, they're showing you like, you can look good using both but there is a difference mm. oh.
1: see because I, I mean like when i think about I mean, i've never watched any fashion or makeup tutorials ever on <laughs> i was gonna say on youtube ever in my life on anything, on anything um <laughs> ever uh but i once did look up on youtube how to cut your own hair okay so that i didn't have to go cut get my hair cut and did you cut your own hair i did did it work it it was shorter
0: the, I mean, like the scissors,
1: <laughs> the scissors function. The scissors worked. The scissors worked. I wanted to have layers, and that's they. Hmm, this this person on YouTube made it sound like all you had to do was put a ponytail right on top of your head, mm-hmm. and then cut the end of the ponytail. No, no. <laughs> no. You know, this is funny. And I though, Sid, did that. Said <laughs> I, I did almost the exact same thing, um but I did it after reading. Uh, a Linda Berry comic. Linda Berry's a, a comic book artist that does like, a lot of like stories about her past and her childhood. And she was talking about getting really good, like her friends would give each other good shag haircuts by pulling their hair out of the top of their head and bending over the toilet and cutting it off. And yeah. that's how you get a really good shag. I was like, well, if this comic book artist says it works, I'm gonna do it. Doesn't work. <laughs> no, you're exact, that's almost exactly what I did. And like... <laughs> That was basically it. You just cut it, and then the only difference was at the end, she had you kind of doing those, like, upward choppy cuts where you cut, yeah. like, like perpendicular. Yeah. Or yeah. I, mean not, I mean, not perpendicular, like, parallel to the hair. Yeah. And to make it choppy on the ends, which I couldn't tell if it was doing anything at all, but I think that's because I was using, like... Regular craft, craft scissors. scissors. <laughs> yeah. Which you're probably not supposed to, I wasn't using safety scissors, but you know, I, I, but it didn't work. I mean, my hair was shorter, but it didn't look good. And I was very frustrated. I think, <laughs> is there a I YouTube think, video where somebody cuts their hair with safety scissors
0: and proves you can do <laughs> a good haircut on a budget? I mean, there They're are ha- YouTube videos where uh, adult women use children's makeup. Okay. And make it look good. That's a thing now. Well, hmm. So. There's I, something out there for everybody.
1: Now I think I think one thing that I have noticed too, in addition to like where you get your style, is I and Justin already does this. Anytime he wants to know how to do something, he looks at a video yes. of people doing it. And that fascinates me because my inclination is still to go read about it. Not like in a I mean in a book, if I have a book.
0: Go to a library and well, <laughs> look for a book on how I to cut your hair.
1: That's a <laughs> and and I, check it out and go home. I'm not home. that old. I wouldn't go to a library and be like, excuse me, where's the section on how to cut your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need a book on... No, but... Or like that video, I, I looked up because I could see like the visual app. I could see where there was a visual application. But for a, lo- a lot of things, I'll just read about how to do it.
0: Like like, what would you need to know how to do that you don't require a visual application? I don't. I don't know. Please <laughs> tell me.
1: <laughs> I didn't think of a good example. Anyways, that like that's what everybody does now. You just go look at videos all mm-hmm. the time for everything. Mm-hmm. No, I, I. Yeah, it's got to be a change in in some sort of way your, your brain processes information though sick because i'm with you like i can't like cooking videos i mm-hmm. i'll watch things like that looks delicious i'm never going to follow that like i need a recipe i need to be able to refer back to what i've already done like my that's a brain, great example that's what yeah, my that, brain needs that's a great example i don't i don't use videos to Cook with. Like, I'll look at when they're embedded in my social media feed, those 20 second tasty videos. I will stop and stare at them if they look good, but not because I intend to do that. I'm like, I'm not going to do it later. I just want to look at it. It's food porn. I'm moving on. But you know,
0: it's possible to follow those because we made pizza lasagna based off of one of those videos. that's that's true. You did. It was delicious. (laughs) But
1: I don't, you're right. I want to read about it. I want a recipe and I read and I follow directions. One picture would be nice. So I make sure it looks like the thing. Just one. But yeah, all I need is one of like what the completed thing looks like. Otherwise, I don't need pictures of like a cup of flour. Like I know what that
0: looks like. I can can use my mind's eye. (laughs) I think maybe the difference is in like different types of learners and maybe it's just the this my generation has become all visual learners because I know there are some people that need to try something first, to like watch someone do it and do it for themselves before they can do it. And some people are they can read something know how to do it. And some people just need to watch something or listen to something. And I personally have to watch someone do something before I can know how to do it. Like, not cut your own hair is not a great example, but like, <laughs> like if I was like trying to achieve a certain makeup look, I couldn't read about it and like, well, sure. But
1: that's a very visual thing, too. Or
0: even, like, a recipe. Like, it's hard for me to just read step by step without looking at, like, this is what it looks like on this step. And I would need to watch someone doing the whole thing. I think that's just different types of learners. I think maybe just my generation being exposed to videos our entire life and growing up in a world where everything can be looked up on the Internet, we're just become visual learners.
1: Well, and that's the same with, like, learning information, though. Like, when I, for instance, whenever I do research for my other podcast. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can name it. So I'm not <laughs> trying to plug it. I'm just, as an example, I do research for that every week. So I yeah. do this all the time. I don't ever watch videos when I'm researching yeah. things. Like, it would never occur to me to get information like that, things I need to learn and talk about, unless there is a visual element, which there almost never right. is. But like, I, unless I need to look at something. I always get my information from text. Like I find yeah. websites and I read about it and I read papers and journals, but I don't watch videos to learn.
0: I think a good example is something that you could that could be read and that I have an easier time watching and using YouTube for is like before a test in my AP US History class, because that class is an AP text and is like the same nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's before like a test on a certain period or chapter, it's easy for me to go to YouTube and look up like, A push period seven review. And there's like a 10 minute video that's like, here's what happened in all period seven and all the important events and people and dates. And it's me watching a video of someone going through a timeline. And for me, it's easier for me to sit down and watch a 10 minute video before my test and know all the important stuff than being given, for say, like the textbook and being given all of these pages of text because then it's someone highlighting the important events. Or even like if that was written down exactly what mm-hmm. that person is saying for me just the visual element of it is easier i think it's easier to pull from a video that's entertaining and grabs mm-hmm. your attention than just being given like a sheet of text and saying like study for your test this way uh, wow that's so that's so strange to me because i even found like i'll occasionally
1: listen to audiobooks when i'm like drawing or, or painting or something when i'm doing something that i'm kind of Need a distraction by, and I find that I can't retain even in that format. Like even in like listening, like it can be entertaining, but if I really want to retain something, I need to physically read it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's, and I I don't know what that means difference wise, but the idea of watching something on YouTube to retain information, I just don't think that I
0: don't mm-hmm. think my
1: brain saves information as well as it does from text. Yeah, I I know what you're saying, and I wonder I wonder it, it's like a chicken or the egg thing. Is it? Is that the way, is that visual way that you're learning the way that most people really learn better? And so that's why it's taking over is because there are more visual learners than auditory learners or kinetic learners or, you know, people who learn other ways. Or are you being conditioned to learn visually because so much more now is visually presented, you know, because you have the option?
0: Yeah, I think it's a shift that's kind of apparent because even my teachers will use videos in class like the John and Hank Green crash course videos that are like 10-minute long videos on a certain period in history mm-hmm. or a science concept or something. They'll use those in class and show those to us as kind of a review of everything we've learned. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's just that's how my generation learns. I don't know if we're if it's that we're being conditioned. I think it's more so that when you all were growing up like in elementary school and middle school, like you didn't have videos and stuff like that. Even high school, you didn't have videos that showed you things like that. You didn't Not have like that, no. technology as a way to learn things. And I didn't as much in elementary school, but really in middle school and high school, when you're learning tough concepts and like trying to learn important events in history and things about science and math, teachers used have always used videos and have always used websites and have always used the internet as a way to teach us. I think it's just because we've grown up around it so much. And, I mean, the Internet has been around since I have been alive. Like, the entire time I've been alive, it has been around. And I think it's just we've grown up through it. We weren't introduced to it halfway through our life because I think it's harder to show someone something when they haven't been used to it their entire life than using something someone has grown up around. I mean, we used to to have, like,
1: educational videos we watched sometimes.
0: Yeah. Like, there was a movie about...
1: um, like Tesla, that was really good.
0: <laughs> but that was like, <laughs> I mean, that was like the exception for you all, though. Like, the exception was yeah. a day where you all spent a Spent a class period watching a movie about Tesla, and the,
1: but and yes, it was the exception. And those also were the days where m- most people fell asleep.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it was dark. And well, that
1: that always signaled to me like the teacher doesn't really want to. Like the, the, the teacher is having an off day, so we're going to have an off day. I exactly. On, I had a microbiology class where we watched Outbreak three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the movie comes on, that's when it's like we're not teaching you right now. No, oh. we. I need a break, <laughs> and you guys just you've had enough for the for the semester so just like turn yeah. your brains off like there the, a video meant learning is done yeah right well it, it never meant we're gonna it, augment your learning <laughs> and this is just abstractly like to me I, this thing that this this way of learning that Sidney and I are talking about it makes sense to my brain and, and that's no judgment on any other way of learning but like when I'm watching a video there's so other imp- much information there that's not just the content that I need to be learning. There's a visual aspect that doesn't have anything to do necessarily, like if somebody's talking, there's like, there's just more information coming at you. Mm-hmm. And when you're reading something, it's kind of distilled into the the stuff you need to retain. So I guess yeah. that's why it makes sense to me. But then again, that's that's the way we always learn. So you're right, it, that's just the way we're programmed, probably.
0: I think, I think it's more adapting what we do outside of school and what we find our interests in and what we use as entertainment into education Mm. like what we do outside of school is watching videos and watching youtube and netflix so teachers are trying to incorporate that concept into education because they know that's what we are interested in and i think like with you all growing up when you all went home you weren't watching youtube videos and you all weren't watching like stuff off of the internet um that was like your constant source of entertainment where i mean tv was probably if you were watching anything it was from cable, whereas right. now or I like,
1: was borrowing that Tesla video, right? So I could watch again. Tesla. <laughs> yeah. um. I'm just now trying to figure out what was Oregon Trail trying to teach us actually? Uh, that cholera will kill you. That was, that's all that was the only takeaway I got dysentery, <laughs> watch out for it. <laughs> I can see places where, like, one useful I know, like, in medical education. Uh, procedures that you learn especially like as a family doctor minor in office procedures that we might do on a patient. Video obviously has been a great way to, you know, a great addition to how to learn that. Like reading about how to do a procedure or somebody describing it to you unless they're actually demonstrating it on someone in front of you. Mm -hmm. Hearing about it can be useful. Watching a YouTube video of somebody removing a toenail is probably a lot more helpful and probably a lot easier to replicate. So i mean i i can see ways where it has added to our education we still obviously we don't just tell people to watch youtube videos and do it (laughs) i think (laughs) we we teach you about the toe first before we tell you how to take a toenail off i'm like why please don't take your toenails off everyone listening please don't watch youtube videos and remove your own toenails yeah Yeah. if you think you need your toenail removed please go to a doctor yeah
0: (laughs) um exactly uh i think (laughs) exactly this is a
1: disclaimer
0: (laughs) I think the best example of how it is even, like, kind of subconsciously become a part of our teaching and way we learn is uh, we recently had a project in history class where we had to pick any, any, literally anything uh, from the 1910s, 20s, and 30s and create some sort of visual project on it that was more interesting than just, like, a PowerPoint. And, I mean, I wrote a song about women's rights in the 1910s, 20s, and 30s and made a video of it and used, like, visual representations of the things I was talking about and posted it on YouTube and um like one of my classmates made a video game about discovering King Tut's tomb and like walking through an actual replica of the way the tomb was built except in a video game and I think it just I learned more because YouTube and online stuff and making videos is what I've been around growing up that it was mm-hmm. more interesting to me and more fun for me. I learned a lot and retained a lot doing that more so than I would have like writing an essay about women's rights where I just had to like copy and paste facts that wasn't fun for me to be a part of. I think that's a really good point and it was
1: a very cute video by the way. Thank it was you. very well done
0: but I, I think my
1: question would be how do you make sure that if you're going to use YouTube, and I think you could apply this to the internet in general, but since we're talking about YouTube, if you're going to use it to learn things, everything from like more day-to-day mundane things that don't that don't have like life-threatening consequences, like how do I best apply makeup, or even right. how should I cut my own hair, mm-hmm. uh, to ha- actually learning about history or you know the events of science, you know, learning how to do things like like I said, like medical procedures, how do you Vet that information other than just how many people have. I mean, is that just it? Like, if something's gotten a lot of views, it's probably good, it's probably helpful, it's probably correct. I mean, that would be the big thing, especially yeah. educationally. It's probably correct, so I'm going to use it. Or is there another way for you to vet that material to make sure that you're not absorbing something that's incorrect or misleading?
0: I think it's helpful using the videos is kind of like an addition instead of like the sole way that we're learning because then when I like use a video to go back and review everything before a test I know the basic concepts that we have talked about so like if I'm watching a video that's supposed to be on period seven of history and I know that these important wars took place in there these important dates and then I'm watching and they're talking about like christopher columbus (laughs) america then it's like okay this is obviously not right like i think having the prior knowledge is important but then also like i look at like quality of the video and like if i can find out the person like what are their you know not like credentials but like if i'm watching someone and like they're just like a random person that doesn't have any other videos in their entire channel and have like two views or if they're like a very educated person who has a whole production team and a research team, and they're having like animations in their videos and other people, and they have like millions of subscribers. I think it's just <laughs> they're
1: not just like, "Hi, I'm Steve. Let me tell you about history." Hey, kids, yeah. this is what you. This is I what mean, your you that video videos out there
0: somewhere. <laughs> that seems dangerous though, because you're saying that
1: someone with uh, a very popular person who can has a slick production quality, maybe a lot of money in their budget could tell you anything they wanted to, and you might believe it just because a lot of people repeat it. That seems dangerous to learn something like that from YouTube or, like, from the uh, news or reality, actually, right now. That yeah, seems- that's, no, mm. I mean, that's a good point. Well, and, I mean, and it's a good point about YouTube, and it's a good point about the whole Internet, which is why a lot of stuff can be misleading, because you can, I mean, there's so much fake The reason fake news gets spread and believed is because it looks real. Right, you know, I mean, it, now you're right, Riley. I think that your generation is much savvier in terms right. of yes, but <laughs> uh, yeah, figuring out something that looks real and doesn't. Uh, I think, I, you know, I am I'm pretty good with like, hmm, right. that's still using flash animation i bet that's not real (laughs) like that's still like it's like the the that's on angel fire now. exactly (laughs) the title is scrolling across the top of the screen and you know i I, like i could i could tell like "Mm, i think there's a problem here but um but there's (laughs) a lot of stuff as a (laughs) guest (laughs) book (laughs) no there's a lot of stuff that's presented in a way that it it could be misleading and i think you made the point about using it to add to your education as Mm -hmm. opposed to so, like the sole yeah. source of your education is key. But I can see also that there's a risk that since it is a much more attractive way of learning than sitting there and reading a bunch of class
0: notes. It's not like, I can oh, see the danger. I get what you're saying, but it's not like the way of learning. Right. It's like, I've already learned the information and I've absorbed it and I know what it is. It's my way of, I guess, uh, being able to understand it more deeply Mm -hmm. like knowing it instead of like where you memorize 10 dates right before a test and you forget them immediately after you've written all about them in your dbq like yeah after all of that you don't know what you're talking about anymore but then if you take the time to create it and you've learned about it and you've heard someone talk about it and you've seen it then it's more you have that that becomes your prior knowledge later when you're looking up other things and trying to figure out other things
1: Now, you know, and I I also recognize that this kind of argument we're posing, I I remember being in high school and using the internet to do research, just looking at web pages, and having teachers that wouldn't allow the internet, we've talked about this, as a source, because it's like, well, if you didn't go to the library and get a book, like, that's not a real source, because the internet could say anything. It's like, yeah, but I think I can tell the difference between actual, like, you know, useful information and... uh, something that's just somebody's opinion but that's uh, but you make a good point because i think that's just a good example of i guess that would be kind of like culture lag where the internet is this great source of information but it can also be a great source of misinformation and in order to be a savvy internet consumer you have to have a lot of experience with it and so people who grew up with it and who are comfortable with it are going to get to that level of experience and, and like you know be able to tell the real stuff from the fake stuff a lot faster May- people who didn't grow up with it and then especially as we get into people who maybe are very uncomfortable with it they didn't grow up with it and trying to adopt it is very uncomfortable for them that could be a huge problem trying to discern something real from something fake um, that well, you know hopefully over time like, like things you mentioned like YouTubers having to say they're sponsored things like that help mm-hmm. um, you know It'd be nice if fake news was always labeled fake news. <laughs> Just say well, you that, are fake news. That is a direct reversal kind of like in, you know, in the past you would, you sought out the information, you had to find it, and and now it's like you, it's all there, you have to mm-hmm. filter it out. It, it, you went from like maybe not enough to way, way, way too much. Like the whole process of, of, of learning has sort of turned on its head in that sense. That's very true. Now... You mentioned um, that you follow certain YouTubers. So briefly, like, you can subscribe, Mm -hmm. but you have to be
0: a member of YouTube. (laughs) You know, like, how on Twitter, before (laughs) you follow someone, you have to have an account? Okay. You have to have a YouTube account before you can subscribe to someone or else it's just like every time you log in, you're a different person.
1: That's why I see I haven't liked your videos, even though I have actually in real life liked them. But that doesn't count for me. Because I can't because then they (laughs) ask me to log in and I don't know what that means. I mean, I do like them. Like, I will give you a thumbs up in real life right now. There it is. That doesn't go towards her numbers, Sydney. That doesn't count my views. I'm sorry. My overall sub count. I have viewed them and I have shared them with people in the sense that I've handed my phone to people and said, Look at this. (laughs)
0: That's not how you share things either. I know how. Yeah, I know you know how to use Facebook. I know how to use Facebook. That's sharing things. Okay, but I can't share those things because they, well, no, I guess I can do the you link can. thing. You can. I need an account on YouTube yes. is what I'm saying. And it takes like <laughs> 30 seconds. It's like, hey, what's your email and your password? There you go. What? Do you get like ding updates? Like your favorite YouTuber has a new video. Um, you have to <laughs> you have to turn on their <laughs> notifications so like you can subscribe to them. Oh. But also if you turn on the notification, it sends you a notification every time they upload a new video. Okay. Oh, In case you're wondering, there's a little bell notification symbol next to the subscribe button. Just you all can go click that. Say update me, notify me when this person posts new videos. Just and just do that, Riley Smirl okay. for Riley for, for Riley. Riley. Okay, uh
1: huh. <laughs> but how do people get? I mean, we've talked about getting sponsorships, and I, I, that makes sense. But uh, does YouTube pay people like yeah. people that get popular money. enough? Yeah,
0: Uh, okay. So you have to set up. I actually just went through this. I've made three dollars <laughs> off of YouTube. <laughs> um wow yeah uh but you have to set up what's called an AdSense account and it basically makes it so youtube can put like you know when you're watching a video and like either an ad comes on before you watch the video or a little banner pops up at the bottom Mm -hmm. or like on the side those are ads that every time someone clicks on one it pays a youtuber money charlie gets mad because when
1: i click on a video for her to watch and the ad comes up first she goes ad
0: (laughs) yeah that's like that's like a youtuber getting money So like once you have an AdSense account, you put in like, you know, you want, you can put on these types Mm -hmm. of ads. Like maybe you don't want the skippable ads at the beginning, but you can put on like little ads over my videos. Then you, they verify your AdSense account. And then after that, it's just every time you get a certain number of clicks on your video and then a certain number of like they're where so many people are seeing this ad Mm -hmm. because of how many views you're getting, then you get paid money.
1: So that's how those candy review kids are so rich.
0: Yes. And that's how, like, you know, the most <laughs> subscribed to YouTuber on YouTube ever history is making, like, 7 or $8 million a year. That's wild to me. because,
1: yeah, And I think what's so bizarre is that I've seen, I mentioned the candy reviews, but really, like, millions of views. Some yeah. of these things that Charlie and, and Justin will watch yeah. together.
0: Those toy opening videos get tens of millions that, of views. That's what
1: I was going to ask about next. You don't even see people in a lot of those. Mm-mm. They're just... Nicely manicured hands mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a voice,
1: and they're opening things, and it's really like I I, I talked about the bath That's bombs. That's creepy. I have seen a video. I have I am one of the views. Of, <laughs> it was a Dora the Explorer set of like bath gels in different colors that you could like paint with on the walls, but then they're water based, mm-hmm. so like then that you know they go away from bathroom wall, not like on your bathroom walls. Yeah, you know, not like your, wall
0: walls. your regular walls.
1: Anyway, and it was just her like opening the set and showing the character that was on each tube and then squeezing it out on the table so you could see the color of it and then i think she may have given like a troll a bath I- at the end mm-hmm. i don't know where that comes in the okay the fictions get all intertwined in these videos <laughs> i don't i don't know why sometimes the trolls hang out with the pj mask characters i don't know where that comes in or why is spider-man and the
0: princesses are always together and batman bring pizza and batman
1: always brings pizza i don't understand yeah. why these fictions exist i just know that they are very popular with my child <laughs> well
0: you know. uh, i think i think like on a like a like a i don't want to say deeper sense but finding the actual <laughs> there, meaning of why these people are becoming more popular and why like actual people on youtube are becoming less popular is because whereas my generation uh has become used to these videos watching them as high schoolers and teenagers and adults like that's where we find entertainment i think even uh my older parts of my generation who are now having kids are using that for their babies and showing it to their children so (laughs) like where i wasn't watching youtube videos when i was charlie's age now because they're so prevalent now that she is her age now that she is around uh, that's what her entertainment is, and that's where she finds entertainment. And it's harder to get kids to decipher between what is actual quality entertainment and what is what is Batman bringing pizza to a princess party. Um, but I also know that like once Charlie starts watching something she's really into, she doesn't stop watching it until it's over. So like yeah. you put out a 15 minute video, two year olds are gonna sit there and watch the whole 15 minute video, even if it's just like someone playing with Dora bath gels. Hmm. And that's where those people get all their money from, mm-hmm. where they get all their views from.
1: Well, and and just to comment on the weird Batman Princess thing, if, if YouTube is the evolution of what the internet was when, when when we were growing up, anybody that ever spent time on <laughs> on fanfiction sites. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're they're just acting it out now. Yeah, I think that's videos. just anything that you've ever wanted to see. You used to just you know write it in a text document and post it. Now make a YouTube video. <laughs> now you make a YouTube yes. of it. You're just going back to your Angel Fire and taking all that and transcribing yeah, it into yeah. a video. I'm like, what if Batman fought Princess Jasmine? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's, it's scary for me though because Charlie now acts out like just like she'll like want to be Moana and dance around the house in her Moana costume and sing all the songs Adorable. and act out all the yes, and act out all the scenes and stuff. She will want to act out YouTube videos. <laughs> and so like she was standing there and she was trying to make me act out something with her where she was spinning a wheel and I was like, "What are we what is this game we're playing?" and there are all these videos on YouTube of people like spinning a wheel and they have different cartoon characters, usually themed around the wheel, mm-hmm. and then they have pictures of them on these holes and they punch the hole and pull out a toy from each one. And that's the <laughs> whole thing. And they just pull out a toy. Except one of the holes has slime in it. And then you punch and you're like, ah, slime. Oh, but no. that's it. Sounds it's, like a
0: Nickelodeon show. So it,
1: but it's toy opening. Like all it is is just a vehicle to open all these different yeah. toys. And that's the whole video and we said stu- we stood there and played that game yesterday like charlie and i played the game which was her spinning the wheel and me pretending to punch holes and pull toys out of them and she told me what the toys were i mean that sounds like a pretty <laughs> fun game that's very um, sad well, well there's a weird like if you look at i don't know the the advent of reality tv which also happened in our generation um and sydney's like There's a weird kind of reckoning with what people actually want to watch that's happened in the past, like, 20, 30 years. Like, you have things that are way more focused on just people, just regular people with nothing, like, especially talented about them. (laughs) Like, doing regular things. I mean, you know, not even, like, talented makeup artists. It's people like, I'm going to try this for the first time. You're going to watch me do it. I'm going to complain about my day. Like, there's a a weird sort of... (laughs) content coming down to earth that i mean heck podcasts are proud of that but i i don't know it's, it's <laughs> strange when you get into what people actually want to want to spend their time watching or listening to which hit which hits on kind of what you mentioned riley about people who are a little more genuine or real authentic mm-hmm. the idea that this person it's like more intimate they're telling you something because they believe it they've discovered this thing that they think you would like to mm-hmm. and they want to tell you about it which is something a friend does not something we're used to people on like TV right. or, you know, trying to sell us on. I mean, we know what that is all about. Yeah. What you're talking about is a more intimate relationship. It's like, Hey, I got something I know you would like, because I know you and you know me and we're buds. And here's think, the thing I like.
0: Yeah. I think podcasts and YouTube videos kind of go together in that sense where it's like, you're listening or watching to this one thing by yourself. It's like right in your headphones or it's right on your computer screen, right in front of you. And it's, people that aren't these like Beyonce level celebrities that you think Mm -hmm. are just different kinds of people than you are. Like they're like, you see them as normal people and you see them as, yes, I would love to meet them, but also they're living like a normal life. They're not like, you know, being amazing lead famous celebrities
1: they're not like the earthbound goddess that beyonce is right yeah right
0: um (laughs) they're normal people so when you hear them telling you something or talking about something you feel like you get a sense that you know them instead of like you're watching them on tv and it seems fake Mm -hmm. i think it's just even if a person is the fakest person ever i think if they're being genuine on camera or even if they're a really genuine person on camera and like they're a popular youtuber and they tell you about like I think that's also, for me, I believe someone more if, like, they're willing to talk about things that have been hard for them almost. And I know that kind of sounds, like, unbelievable. Like, why would you watch someone talk about that or why would you believe them? But, like, if they're willing to put out their struggles they've been through or, like, tell you all about something that's hard Mm -hmm. and then also do fun videos it's like well this person has been honest with me about this kind of stuff i'm going to keep watching them because they're a genuine person hmm. and it's just you feel like a more personal connection to them in uh, a society where people have become a lot more separated from other real people and have used the internet as kind of a way to communicate i think mm. now people use the internet as like you're my friend and this is my friend talking to me
1: interesting
0: that is an well, interesting point
1: point. and we haven't talked extensively about uh sort of, I don't know, internet videos in our, our day and age said, but yeah. it, this this brings to mind, and I you didn't know what this was, I'm sure people out there will, will know, um, in, in of all the videos that I remember as a kid, there was one that kind of was a different kind than the others, and that was this, this girl Boxy, who just was like a really cute kind of emo girl that was just talking at the camera, and mm-hmm. at the time, like, it caused like a huge war on 4chan and all this stuff, and like, I was like, "Why does everybody care so much?" But now, when you look at the this the range of popular YouTube videos, where it's a lot of time just like cute people with cute personalities talking about stuff, like it makes yeah. sense. And now, in this day and age, that that's something that people responded way back. You know, this is like ten years ago maybe, but they responded so strongly to that because it's something that was actually a really popular format. <laughs> and i think i think riley just to mention kind of briefly so like before there was youtube Mm -hmm. a lot of the videos that we that i remember thinking were like viral videos first of all most of them i think were probably animated a lot of flash animation Mm -hmm. um there which probably just has to do with how many people actually had cameras Mm -hmm. to to film them you know like yeah computers didn't have cameras built in necessarily um and you didn't necessarily have some other digital camera. You know, it wasn't right. always easy. There certainly were videos that were older. Like, I think Star Wars Kid is from, like, 2003. The kid who was playing with the... Mm-hmm. You've seen that. Mm. So, like, that's an, that's that's old in internet standards. That's pre-YouTube right. era. But when I think of, like, old school videos, one of the first ones that I remember somebody showing me was, a, like, an old, old South Park video of Santa fighting Jesus, <laughs> which was, like... <laughs> this thing that everybody wanted to find and watch because like you heard about it but you, I didn't know where it was I wouldn't have even known how to look for it on the internet this was be, this was like I was just figuring out how to use AOL instant messenger so. <laughs> so this was a big deal and like I remember Justin was we were talking about this at old videos and he said that he had a friend who had a copy of it on VHS and that's oh, how he oh, saw wow. it the first time is somehow he got it from his computer to a VHS tape and shared it with his friend's physically shared it with them on a vhs tape and made copies of it but i remember that video like back then those kinds of videos someone would have to tell you about or i mean i guess you could you know i am somebody a link to it or you would have to know what website to go to to find them because they weren't in centralized locations but stuff a lot of the time would be shared kind of like i said with your YouTube videos now when mm-hmm. I hold my phone up and show them to my friends. Like, look how talented my mm-hmm. sister is. Uh, I That was kind of what you would do. I remember sitting in, like, my dorm room or even back in high school sitting at, like, the family computer <laughs> in the computer room with my friends all gathered around the computer, like, watching, like, I don't know, that dancing baby from Allie McBeal <laughs> that was or good. peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, well, that's what... <laughs> That old end of the world video, it was flash animation and it was just this little like two minute video about how the world's going to end that everybody loved for whatever reason. A lot of the stuff that really took up though, like you mentioned the the peanut butter jelly time and the baby and like the badger 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 snake like <laughs> it was all just like a weird repetitive like kind of obnoxious kind of goofy animation with a weird repetitive kind of obnoxious kind of repetitive song and we yeah. loved it <laughs> there was a whole there was all of these websites uh, i started out as one that was just like you're the man now dog and it was just a uh, Age, a single page with a bunch of Sean Connery's faces on it, and he was just saying, "You're the man now, dog," over and over again. And it would, like everybody would show it to you. That's how guys would impress you. Like, Luke, have you seen this? Check this out. And a whole this series. <laughs> yeah, there were a whole series of pages like that. Where it was like one stupid quote <laughs> or something, and some ugly flash. Just that was like, super popular. And the, and there were so few of them that everybody was kind of watching the same thing. At once, you know, so like it, it for instance, Home Star Runner, uh-huh. everybody was into Home Star Runner and Strong Bad. That was that was the Flash era. And we were all watching them. And then the next day, like talking about, like, did you see, though, the latest teen girl squad? Oh, my gosh. And then just quoting that over and over and over again, ad nauseum until a new video came out, because mm-hmm. there weren't that many at the time that you were easily that everybody knew about. So once mm-hmm. we kind of latched on to like, this is like one person who's making multiple videos that every that's cool we're all going to watch those um but there you know there weren't a lot of other things to to watch mm-hmm. uh, one that justin showed me when we were talking about this that i had not seen back when it was popular was um yata yatta, yeah, yatta. Yeah, yeah it's a <laughs> japanese music video though it's not like a viral well it went viral here it went viral here yeah. um It was one of the the older viral videos, like back before YouTube was around to make things viral, like one, for one to spread that way took a lot more effort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you have not seen that video, I would highly recommend you do because it's, it brought me a lot of joy. Mm. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was part of like, uh, it was like a, a, I guess a sketch comedy team or show where this was done. And it's a it's a funny song. It's actually about the Japanese economy and how bad it was, but <laughs> mm-hmm. how they should be happy anyway. And it's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it made me happy. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think those are the major ones. Did we miss any of the old funny? Uh, I mean, I, I and this was I think this was less mainstream, but I, the, the old weird flash. I'm, I'm sure there are people out there making it. I just don't keep up with it like I used to. But like rather dot com which yeah. eventually gave us the sponge monkeys that get, went into like a, uh, what was it? The Quizno comm- yeah. Quiznos commercials. That's, I, I used to love those things. I will say they would say, they would talk about moon, how. because it is rounded stuff. I like the Quiznos commercials of those too because they would say, they've got a pepper bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to eat it. Quiz notes. <laughs> I, I still think that stuff holds up. I don't know. Like, I, I, a lot of it's like, oh man, I remember that being so funny. It's like, that wasn't so funny. But I, that stuff is so bizarre and so like clunky that it's just amazing. Uh, same with like, we were talking about this earlier salad fingers. Like, just <laughs> it's so creepy. It is creepy, creepy, just bizarre. Like, but, and he, he worked on that over years, but so good. Like, I don't know. There's a, there was a weird moment there where maybe it was because there wasn't so much content that you really got these really specific, really bizarre, like, artistic visions that I'm sure are happening out there. It's just hard to find them beneath the pile of, of content available now.
0: And there's a really good film theory video on salad fingers. It's very interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, really. It's actually a channel on, on YouTube. Film theory <laughs> and game theory It's just, like, is super smart guy who comes up with these theories on, like... How far could Mario actually jump, and how fast can Sonic <laughs> actually run? Now,
1: I, like okay. what's
0: what's the story behind Salad Fingers? I
1: I know we gotta go, but I real quick you said channels, and that was one of my questions. Yeah. I had questions to ask you about YouTube, and I forgot a lot of them. Channels. Yeah. What do you mean by a channel? On do you mean like one? That's what you call like
0: their account.
1: Their account is a channel.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like it's like instead you, of like your Facebook page, it's your YouTube channel where all of your videos are.
1: Okay. So the channel doesn't have multiple users. Who all put videos together with a theme. No. Okay. Just making sure a channel is like, you have a channel.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can call it their YouTube page, but channel is where all your videos are. I understand.
1: Can like a bunch of channels join together and become like a super channel? A network. Uh, There are networks
0: on YouTube that kind of have like an overall name and then like a company almost. And then they hire people to come make videos for them and post them on a different kind of regular basis really i mean think about like you know justin and griffin do their monster factory that's through polygon they're kind of a network that has a bunch of people uploading videos that have the same sort of theme that's true. oh i guess that's and true. basis but that's like a company but i mean same thing except only based in youtube where it's companies with a bunch of people they hire to make videos for them that's true
1: hmm. Hmm. but see justin understands these things and i do not right <laughs> <laughs> One thing I I wanted to mention, just because in light of talking about our generation's YouTube videos, there's a great reference for pretty much all the prominent ones, and that's Weezer's Pork and Beans video, which brought in all of kind of that first round of YouTube stars. So that's a great reference if you want (laughs) to build back (laughs) into your your memory bank of all those stupid videos we watched and listen to Weezer, because that was timely. Which you should always do, by Mm -hmm. the way. Um, And we should probably put together a... A Riley you should put together I'll
0: put together a playlist a- of all these videos you all have been talking about and plus some extra ones you all are talking about a mm. playlist yeah of them on YouTube it will be on her channel right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll share it on the Facebook group I'll- if you want to go join the Facebook group still buffering. Yeah.
1: hey look at that segue you just did <laughs> I'm and, so proud of you. And also, if uh, if you run into Sydney in public, she might show you all these on her phone. Um. <laughs> That's true. I will share them with you uh-huh. physically by saying,
0: look, look at, at my this. phone. Look at what I'm watching. <laughs> so I have a VHS
1: on hand. I usually get really disappointed when I click on something and it turns out to be a video. So like, it's a good, yours are one of the few videos I watch. Usually I'm like,
0: just put it in text. Just let me read it. Stop making noise. Yeah, I, I have videos and if on you know, just to watch them. Where okay. are they, Riley? On YouTube. This is my name, Riley Surrell. Okay. You can look it up you if can, you can do that.
1: That's fair. You can plug that. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you, sisters. Uh, this has been fun and educational. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, listeners, uh, again, for tuning in. And, and like I said, we'll try to put together a playlist of some of these videos, uh, especially some of the older ones. Uh, I know there are a lot of people who are... Like from Taylor and I's generation who probably remember these, but if not, they're they're funny and at least fun to reminisce about in the pre-YouTube days. Uh, thank you uh, for thank you to Maximum Fun. That's what I wanted to take next. <laughs> they're a network of podcasts. There you go, yeah. and you can find them at Maximum I think you made a super channel. <laughs> <laughs> they're a super channel. <laughs> And we are one channel, and uh, there are a lot of other great channels, and you can check them out and listen to them, and I would highly recommend you do. You can also go to maximumfun.org/jumbotron if you would like us to send a personal message to somebody uh, on our show. We will do that for you. Uh, you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. You can tweet at us at stillbuff, and you can join our Facebook group Still Buffering. And thank you to the Novellas for our theme song, "Baby, You Change Your Mind."
0: This has been Still Buffering, A Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was two. Guys, the cat is back. It's next to me now. <laughs> cat update. <laughs> 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 cat update. <laughs> <laughs> In the corner. Still fat. <laughs>
1: The first ever Very Very Fun Day is coming to Tally Hall in Chicago on February 11th, with media sponsorship from WBEZ 91.5. Advanced tickets are sold out, but we will have a limited number of tickets for sale at the door. So come on out for a day jam-packed with five great Max Fun podcasts, four local shows, and a comic showcase. For more information, please visit maximumfun.org/veryveryfunday.